Welcome to Gaining Ground, One Day at a Time. Brought to you by Dr. Tron Malachowski. All right. Well, welcome to our second episode of Gaining Ground. My name is Dr. Tron Malachowski. Um, Gaining Ground, also known as One Day at a Time. Uh, was simply born out of a need that I found years ago. You know, we've been taking care of patients here in the Somerville community for over 15 years. Um, and I felt like uh, my heart was starting to speak to me is that people simply needed to learn different information about different areas of their life. And I just didn't have the ability to be able to spend um, more time with them which I wanted to in a specific visit. So my heart was to really put together and pack information together in bite-sized pieces that people could really end up using um, in, their, in their life. So we designed uh, a lecture series that are about 30-minute bite-sized pieces that you guys can work on learning um, and really just taking take to the world. So it's built for our, our patient community, but it's also built for you guys as well that are listening to this. Um, We've gotten some pretty amazing feedback over the initial one that we did. Um, there's been a number of people that have wrote in about the goals that they set. So our initial one was on setting record-breaking goals in the community. Um, and people started to set them at three months, six months, nine months, a year, five years, 20 years, and 30 years. So if you haven't uh, taken the time to be able to get to that, I encourage you to do it. Um, there have been some pretty cool testimonials in there. Um, one, uh, one, came, one came in from Amber. She said, just a wealth of excellent information, the knowledge, expertise, and business topics that we bring to the table are useful for implementation across multiple facets of life and can help people make tremendous shifts right now in how they operate in life and in business. She said, great podcast. So we appreciate that, Amber. Um, there was another one that came in um, it said the podcast I needed to make the next steps to drastically change my life. Um, if you need something that will jumpstart your life goals, this is it. So that came from, uh, Dr. Hartman. Uh, so we appreciate that, ma'am. Um, so if you guys haven't commented on that, please do. Uh, if you haven't liked it, the podcast already, please do that and share it. That just helps this information get out to more people. Um, this next one is really near and dear to my heart. This one we talk about, it is really centered around the psychology of how we think. I noticed over the years that a lot of people think a very specific way and that can be good for them and that can really be bad for them. So for us, when people are looking for a change, the reason often why they're at the result that they are is because they're limited with the information that they've got and they continue to make the same decisions to get them to where they are. So, you know, the reality and the spot that you are in your life is often based off of the decisions that you have made and continue to make in your life. So if you want to work on creating a legacy for your family, if you're looking to change the trajectory of your life or the people that are around you, often it starts has to start with the way that you think 
And when you begin to think differently, it will often create a different result. Does that make sense? So for us, when we began to break that down, as I began to research this topic, this topic actually is really very, very deep. You know, we could go through the, uh, the anatomy and physiology of the brain itself, where emotions come from and the amygdala, how that's processed in the frontal cortex, like cortex, like that's really heavy stuff. I don't necessarily want to get into that, but I do want to get into a, a segment um, that really blew my mind once I began to understand it. You know, we've all sat in school, we've all sat in science class and learned about atoms, about protons, neutrons, and electrons. Like a lot of us, it's super popular science experiment for them to really put, you know, the, the let me get this right, the protons and neutrons together in the middle and make up that nucleus and have those electrons swirling around. Um, that's Newtonian physics as we knew it from, from a very long time. Uh, there's this center core of an atom and there's electrons just flying around. I remember being in chemistry class uh, in organic chemistry and I, I, had a, I had a teacher that literally wore this thing on her head and she would, she would literally teach with that thing. And I still have haunting dreams because I didn't do very well in organic chemistry. <laughs> but don't hold that against me. Um, researchers have found, uh, and before I get to that, the atom is the basic building block of matter. The atom is the basic building block of what we can see, touch, and feel as the human body, as you know, the floor that, um, that my feet are on and what I'm sitting on and what you can see, the atom is the basic element of everything that we can see, touch, and feel. Through research and through really powerful microscopes, they're starting to understand that the atom itself isn't made up the way that we thought it was. You have this nuclei, which is still correct, but the problem is, is that people really weren't able to see the electrons swirling around the atom itself. And when they, what they found is, is that the only way that you could actually see an electron in an atom is when you physically made a choice to look in a very specific spot, not take your eye off of that spot, and the electron showed up and it went away. And the reason why that blew my mind is because the atom that we know it and think of it in our minds isn't the way that it actually is. The atom itself is actually space. It's not like a physical, like something that you can see, touch, and feel. In order for you to see it, you have to actually focus on it. You think it and it ends up appearing and then it ends up disappearing. So this entity that we thought of as the actual atom of it actually being matter is actually more space than it actually is matter. It's super deep. The reason why it's super deep is because we thought of it as a physical thing, but the matter is actually more space than anything. 
The reason why that's so profound is because it's not necessarily a matter as something that you can touch. It's actually energy. The reason why that's such a big deal and why I would take the time to go over something like that in this type of format is because that energy vibrates. There's a frequency that's associated with that atom. Well, your thought also has a frequency as well. And the reason that why that's important is because if the thought actually has a frequency, then that means that your thought is actually a thing just like this phone, just like this pen. The question is, is, is that thought actually going to work on coming into an existence? That's why that goal setting is so important that we talked about fundamentally from our first talk, because setting those goals are things that have frequency associated with it. So when you're able to align your thoughts with those things, that will vibrate at that same frequency. When they vibrate the same frequency for a period of time, people will often move towards their thoughts they've been thinking for for a long period of time. I'll give you an example. Somebody gets off on the wrong side of the bed. They start with a bad thought in the very beginning of the day. What often happens with them? They often tend to have a difficult day because that vibration or frequency that their cells are giving off often come across other bad, quote unquote, bad frequencies for the day. And then they end up stubbing their toe when they walk out the door. Their dog, the dog from the neighborhood bites their heel because they're because they just so happen to be coming across uh, the sidewalk and then they end up getting an attitude with their desk worker at at work and then their boss yells at them and then they get a bad email and it just continues to fester and fester and fester well the interesting thing about that is that you can continue to think and live in that frequency for the day or you can simply just choose not to think that and say hey you know what today's gonna be a great day and by you working on thinking about changing the frequency of what you're putting out, it changes. It has to. Biologically, it has to. That's how our systems work. So it's a big deal because you have to watch what you're thinking about for the day because what you're thinking about for the day is often repeated, not just for that day, but over a period of time. You know, some people may have a bad five minutes for their day, but a lot of people look at that as that they had a bad day. Well, you didn't really have a bad day. You just had a bad five minutes and you chose to allow that bad five minutes to affect you for the rest of the day. You get me on that one? I'm just going to say that again because I know that's profound. Is that did you really have a bad day or did you allow that bad five minutes to affect you for the rest of the day? Where a lot of people end up is that that bad five minutes or that necessarily bad event in their eyes will often not just affect 
how they're thinking, but it also affects how their body responds. Okay, that's an important point, is that if you think about someone close to you that's passed. Unfortunately, my grandmother just passed, I think it's been a month and a half as the date of this recording. And, you know, when I think about Graham, it was this past, this past Tuesday, I wasn't in the office and it would have been a day that I called her just to say hi. And it elicited a number of emotions in me. And I had to call my mom and just you know, make sure she was doing okay because I knew that I wasn't. I knew she wouldn't be doing, you know, doing great as well. But that thought affected actually how I felt. That thought affected how I was actually feeling. We can think about things that affect the way that we feel. We can think about things that affect the way that we feel what people will often do is that they will stay in that moment with things that have happened in the past that will affect them in their current reality. So essentially, they're at, you're actually living from your past. The way that you interpret events the way that you address people, the way that you talk to people, the way that you approach different things in your life are based off of how you've responded to what's happened in the past. So you're currently living from a thought process that you likely thought of 20 years ago. That's powerful. Our brains love to put things back in the subconscious mind. Our brains love to put things really on what we call auto drive, where you guys have probably experienced this before, where you ended up at your destination, but you really have no idea how you actually got there. You don't remember turning the blinker on, you don't remember crossing the street. You actually think about it, you're like, you know, there was some people that I passed and I don't really even remember doing that, but I did do that. You're, because you've been taking that same route over and over and over again, your brain actually worked on putting that back in the subconscious. Well, when you think the same thing over and over again, your body ends up becoming the mind because you put it in that position so many times, you've literally taken your life and you put your life in the subconscious. And when you put it in the subconscious, there's really no thought, an active prefrontal cortex thought associated with what you're doing. And your body just reacts to it. So instead of the mind being the mind, the body ends up becoming the mind because you ended up putting it there. <laughs> like crazy when you think about it that way. And what, what we want to work on doing is beginning to take a look at where do we want to start of, okay, where am I getting the worst response from? Like how am I thinking one way 
but I ended up getting this bad response over here. People need to work on identifying what that is if they truly want to work on changing that and beginning to focus on what is the result that they want rather than the result that they don't want. Right? And preparation for a talk like this, you can think about of a million different things that could go wrong. You could think of that you don't have the energy to do it. You could think of who am I to work on presenting something like this to a group of this kind of magnitude. Like you can talk yourself what way out of that. But a better way of being productive for it is to work on what you're gonna work on saying and saying to yourself, who's better to work on presenting something like this than me? I can do this. I've been lecturing for 15 years. I've probably given over 400 lectures like this to people all across the world. The problem is that a lot of people work on going on this previous thought process and pattern that is not productive. And it's not productive, it ends up eliciting the same emotion. And when it listens the same emotion, around and around and around and around we go. So how can we work, how can we work on changing that? How can, that, how can one work on doing that? Um, one of the best ways to do it is really to first take inventory of what you really you want to work on changing, and that's often really associated with an emotion, quite honestly. It's anger, it's frustration, it's jealousy, envy, hatred, whatever that is, and now we can work on identifying it. It would be really the most important step. And now that we work on identifying it, we can work on being put in the situation and actually work on visualizing in your brain and in your mind the result of what you would like to see. Because the interesting thing about your brain, a lot of people don't know this either, is the brain doesn't know the difference between what's truth and what's a lie, between what's true and what's false. You can continue to say to yourself, I'm doing great, I'm doing great, I'm doing great, I'm doing great, I'm doing great. And the brain's gonna perceive that as I'm doing great. Or you continue to say is, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm gonna be 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 sick. The cool thing about the brain is the brain can work, do either, can and do and create either one of those circumstances. Being sick often shows up in the gut. Being sick often results in people breathing shallow for a while. Uh, not doing well or talking yourself out of a specific situation will show up many different ways. So you have to work on introducing a thought pattern into your mind that's gonna work on changing the result of what you want. It starts by visualizing. The other piece is that I have found, well, probably the most powerful piece, honestly, is praying about that. Let's just be quite honest with that. That's how I personally feel about it. Right behind that would be visualization, and right after that really would be meditation. And this isn't like hokey, weird meditation. Meditation, the purpose of meditation is to work on putting impressions into your subconscious mind. When people, uh, uh, the subconscious mind is, based off of the research, the subconscious mind is most impressionable right in that waking stage. It's usually when people dream, like really when you hit the snooze button <laughs> and start to fall back asleep. That's when the subconscious mind is most impressionable, but also during a meditative state. 
And what a meditative state is, is it's really starting to focus inward and focus on how the body actually feels. Like most people have actually never stopped and took inventory of how does my right big thumb feel right now? And focus on what that actually feels like in space because guess what that thumb does? Just like we were talking about before, that thumb gives off a frequency. So what we're doing is we're getting back in touch with the frequency of our body. When you can begin to go through a meditation to work on putting your body back in that state, you can actually begin to identify those characteristics that you want to work on changing and work on putting impressions into that subconscious mind. Because you're now beginning to understand that what you feed the mind is what you're going to produce from it, right? We call it fruits, right? The fruits of what you've been thinking about. You probably know people in your life that don't really think the greatest. Um, you've probably heard of the, the quote or saying that misery loves company. There is a frequency associated with that. When you get in the room with those kinds of people, it feels different in the room. The reason why is because you're actually identifying the frequency associated with misery or grief or whatever is associated with that. If you get around the room with vibrant people and people that want to live, there's a different frequency associated with that as well. So how can, how can you work on beginning to take control of anxiety? How can you work on taking control of anger or frustration or bitterness or something that you don't necessarily like within yourself? Number one thing, pray. Second thing you can work on doing, visualization. Right behind that and really equal with that is work on finding a meditation where you can work on focusing on how and how your body actually feels as far as a frequency and vibration is concerned. I know it sounds crazy. The first time I read this stuff and started to go through it, I said, man, this is, this is like, I never heard anything like this before. But when I started to explore that and explore how the body actually works from a vibrational Newtonian physics perspective, it really started to blow my mind and started to open up some doors for myself and also people that we take care of for and people that I also teach as well because I teach throughout the country as well in the professional office that I'm in. Um, because we're introducing a thought process that people have never considered before. And when you start to open up your mind to a thought process, you're thinking differently than how you were in the past. And when you're able to open up your mind like that, it will often produce a different result. And it's the result that people are ultimately after. The question is that are they willing to go through the process to do it? Now, my previous talk that we went over, we went over those record-breaking goals. The reason why that was so important is because we wanted people to work on getting to a destination. They had to pick out a spot much further from them 
because they had to work on becoming a different person than who they currently were to get to where they want to be. That's why we put these pieces so close together because, you know, you can train a monkey to do a lot of different things. The, the physical part about getting things done really isn't the hard part. The hard part is getting this set to work on changing the reality. It's a big one. It's a really big one. So, um, you know, people tend to really work on doing the same thing and they really end up getting a very predictable result. And that's what we want to really work on changing. Um, I know that was a bit heady and a bit out there, but when you take the time to work on breaking down those concepts, it's very real. It's actually quite understandable and it relates to a lot of breakthrough associated with a lot of people's lives. Um, I've been around it, I've seen it, I've helped people. Um, if you guys have got questions for me, our website uh, is groundtogain.com. You can log on there, put a message on there, and I will work on getting back to you. You're not bothering me by doing that. Um, we actually, the cool thing about the way that we've set this up is that I've actually got a live audience that I'm talking to as well. We've set this up as a podcast, and we also broadcast this from a video perspective on YouTube. So you can check out Gaining Ground one day at a time on all of those facets and really anywhere that you get your podcasts. Um, we are really looking forward next year to the lineup that we've created for you. We're putting out a podcast about every month, month and a half, because we want to work on giving people time to work on digesting the information and getting what they um, want from the podcast. Um, but I'm really excited about next year because we're going to have um, a counselor that's going to be talking about trauma and trauma that people have gone through in their lives and how to work on working through that process to work on truly healing from it. So you can see how it goes hand in hand with what we're talking about now. Uh, we're going to have a MMA fighter here. He's going to be talking on really mindset and how he has overcome a lot of obstacles in his life. It's really inspiring. He's actually got a YouTube video out there where he's actually broken a base, a wooden baseball bat. Um, so I really wouldn't want to be submitted by this guy. Um, we have an internationally known physician that we're going to be bringing in that's known for helping people with cancer and other debilitating conditions that haven't responded very well to the medical world. Um, we've got some really cool stuff coming up for 2023, so please check back in with us. Um, you can find us on groundtogain.com. You can message us there. You can put your comments up on anywhere that you can find a podcast. We host this everywhere um, and also on those other outlets as well. Uh, before I close out, we do have an audience here. And if they've got any questions for me real quick, I will take that, answer it, and then we will close out. The question was, is that what was my drive or main thing for wanting to help people. Um, God put something inside of me that I want, to, I want people to be able to see and realize who they are and how they were made to be. I see the potential that's inside of people and I want to be a part of working on bringing that out of them. 
I injured my, I broke my back when I was 12 years old and I went through hell literally when that happened and my life was dramatically changed because of that. I ended up seeing a chiropractor that completely changed my life um, and I wanted to work on sharing life-saving information that can save other people. And I've had a fire lit since I was pre-teenage. And you know, at the time of this recording, I'm somewhere around 30, maybe somewhere around 40, so uh, somewhere around there. Uh, but I've been doing this for a long time, and that's the piece that drives that. My associate doctor asked me the same thing the other day. What drives you? The driving is to work on seeing the potential in people. Yeah. What a great question. Thanks for that. Uh, we always like to leave people with a quote. Um, this one uh, I could not uh, put down or prevent from saying. Uh, it says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That is Romans 12.2. And that is gaining ground. Have a great day, guys.